0: Status Report USCSS Cronus. Dispatched by Whalen Corporation. To 26 Draconis. To locate samples of Redacted A0 3959 X.91 15. This mission possible thanks to crew members. Searching. Searching. Crew members. Not found. Last known activities of science officers Columbine the Minotaur, Michael Appleby, Hudson Miles, Robert Hawks, Christopher Dunn, Tasting and Smelling Alien Flora on 26 Draconis, ORDF Marines, Nick Scott, Ian Ford, Gulletites, Matthew Smets, Miri Rain. Last seen organizing P5000 powered work loader arm wrestling competition. Flight crew, Chris Walsh, Christopher Bruce, Mike Hammond, Michael Pollard, and Jason Campbell. Last reported screaming, let's see what this baby can do, while piloting escape shuttle into narrow crevasse. Medical team, Michelle B. Heather Romancik, Noreen Elizabeth, Robert Andrews. Last reported testing, long-term effects of never-sleep pills. So as not to be the first to fall asleep during crew sleepover, Roughnecks, David Forsey, Cheryl Nash, Chelsea Dabb, and Shell Scott last seen rolling barrels of highly explosive tritium into reported bottomless pit to test bottomlessness based on how long it took to hear an explosion. This is an automated monthly thank you from Waylon to all crew members. AWOL and... Otherwise, top secret recordings regarding USCSS Cronus and USCSS Montero, now available to all crew members on patreon.com slash Blunder. Keep being the best. We love you very much. All other priorities rescinded. Previously on Wonders and Blunders, Brian and Rowan had figured out how to turn on the Cloud Gate, but before they were able to leave, another visitor came through the other side. A storm giant guardian entered from Lotok and attacked, thinking they were nothing more than a couple of thieves and grave robbers. Meanwhile, still two members down, the rest of the caravan crew made their way through the underground river into Lilia's Lair. But while climbing out of the river, Ben's shield knocked off a rock, alerting the guards inside, we rejoin the caravan crew now, as ravenhounds and darklings descend on their position, on this week's episode of Wonders and Blunders.
1: Alright, let's, yeah, let's, let's go kill a bird lady. Kill. Okay. Kill.
0: Murder, death, <laughs> Kill. So, the shield rings out. You hear a growl as the two raven hounds turn towards you from above. They lock eyes with you. Uh, Kara swirls fire, spinning around her star, readies his weapons, uh, and
2: it is your turn, still. Uh Still in the water? Still in Currently? the water. Okay, I'm going to pull myself out of the water. How much movement is that going to cost? Uh, five feet. Oh, okay, cool. And then how far away are Light and Vito? Uh, they are they are right next to you Like Kara got you right over Do next they, to they Are they awake? Did they see me? They're not, they're uh, asleep Um I'm just gonna, and they're just on brambles, hey?
0: Yeah, they are constricted with Brambled vines Okay So really just their heads are visible above the brambles
2: Oh, like totally constricted Got yeah. it Yeah, okay um, Yeah, I'm Star's gonna run over to light And start cutting her out Okay. Yeah. If you uh, if you spend your
0: action doing it, you can cut her down. Okay. I'll do that. So the the brambles themselves like writhe and and start spurting out this dark the, the dark dusk blood like all over the place as you just like drag your dagger down through. But light does
2: come out now, sort of encased in this black goo, uh, but falls limp into your arms. Okay. I'm going to take if I if I can spend the movement I'm going to move her. I'm going to spend I'm going to move her back to the riverside like where we were where we came out just get her out of the brambles and kind of like protect it a little bit from yeah, the inevitable yeah so that's fight. just 15 feet. Okay. Uh, so dragging you can get her there. Okay, yeah. sweet. Yeah. I think that's my turn actually. I don't really have much else to do.
0: I spent my action doing that. So yeah. And that yeah. Okay. All good. Uh so then the two raven hounds leap off of the bridge with the with the two riders and are going to run down towards you so they're about 20 feet away from you as they as they run and you see like they jump and you expect them to kind of fall to the ground uh but those large wings like extend off their backs and they aren't quite flying but they're able to glide down towards you using these big wings there's riders on them there's two riders on okay. them, yeah. So they fly 40 feet towards you, and then both of them are going to howl. Uh, so everyone can make two wisdom saves.
3: And this is against fear, right?
0: This is against fear, So yeah.
3: I get to roll with advantage.
0: Halflings. Not great nutting. W- uh, wisdom? Wisdom, yeah. So Come on. DC, 13. Come on.
3: Come on. Pass oh. First Pass one was a one. 14.
1: 14. I got an 11 and a 12 I got a 16
3: Oof. and a And an 18 Fuck
1: 6 6 Okay
4: I got a uh, 23 And a 9 Fuck the fear hounds Just Fuck me again
3: hounds. God damn it, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what,
0: Diglin <laughs> Diglin So everybody is What about uh, Diglin I'm okay Diglin Diglin rolled Nat <laughs> 20 and a nat 1 <laughs> Incredible So, Diglin is also afraid.
1: Ooh, I'm gonna. No, there's two of them to succeed. I'd have to. No, never mind. Uh, So,
0: you are all (laughs) uh, frightened. Except Kara. So, you can't move closer to them and you'll have disadvantage on all attacks and skill checks while they are within line of sight. Both of them, but only one of them.
2: Both of them or one of them? Both of them. Ah,
0: Yeah, uh, their fear makes you afraid of the idea of these raven creatures. Fair enough. From their backs, crossbow bolts are going to shoot out at Ben, 13 and a 12. Uh, both miss. So with that shield down in front of you, you're kind of able to prop <laughs> it up just in time as both crossbow bolts just bing, bing, off to the sides, clattering to the ground. Kara, your turn.
3: Um, I cast my wall of fire. And okay. it creates a, a ring of fire tw- up to 20 feet in diameter, uh, 20 feet high and one foot thick. It is opaque and the inside will not hurt you, but the outside sure will. See, uh, they have to make a deck save uh, if they uh, approach the fire.
0: Okay. Uh, and you're casting it how far away from you?
3: Um, so I'm casting a, a circle, and we are all inside of it.
0: Yeah, so they are 20 feet away, so they, unless they move closer, they won't have to do
3: anything? Yes. How tall is it? Uh, tall.
1: Okay. But in like numbers, twenty feet. <laughs> twenty feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, like four carries. Like oh, got it. Okay. Got four it.
3: <laughs> Although I think actually, considering the terrain, um, that it probably I don't cast it as a full circle. I probably cast it like across the um, across the uh, bottom of the like cavern. the
2: bottlenecks separating us from yeah, them. Because yeah, because we've got
3: we've got the wall at our back. Um yeah. so I think actually I would actually cast it like right in front of the ravens because uh, so that they're like um they're on the far side of it and then it's um up to sixty feet long, so I can just cut off that end of the cavern.
0: Okay, so like a wall straight across the cavern? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm.
3: And then they have to make a deck save, actually. All
5: the
2: way across the cavern? Sick.
3: It's sixty feet, so
2: cool. Is it on the is the gate on our
3: side or their side? Um, depends on where we are. Yeah. Uh, I uh, want far? so I want I want them to be like within the five feet of the wall on the far side. So like right in front of them, so they have to make this deck save now.
0: Okay, so it would it would cut the room in half. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the gate is half on your side, half on their side. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and they'll make that deck save right away. Yeah. So all four of them. So Darkling, number 1, gets a 13, number 2 gets an 18, Hound number 1 gets a 16, and Hound number 2 gets a 9.
3: Okay, the 16 and the 18 pass. Okay. So one of each. Uh, So they take half damage on this, 23 damage, 23 fire damage.
0: And half for the ones who succeed? Yeah. Okay, so the entire room is lit up as this big wall of fire just cuts the room in half, causing the two ravens in the air to rear back their wings, like, beating against the other side of the flames as, uh, they are just singed. Uh, staying there? Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, then Valen.
1: I think I will, um, climb up and run towards Baito. Okay. And... Yeah, I just grab out my, uh, dagger and try to free him.
0: Okay, yeah, so using your, uh, your action again, you can cut Fido down. Same thing, black ooze just shooting out of these tendrils as they swirl backwards. Uh, the pieces that fall off on the ground, uh, start to writhe about, but then find root in the ground and start, like, digging through the stone as if they are planting themselves.
1: Creepy. Um, yeah, and I'll, 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 bring Baito over to where light is. And, uh, I look at Star and say, and sort of, like, nod towards his dagger and say, what do you think? I think it could be a bit brighter in here. And I think that's my turn.
0: Okay. You see all of the Darklings up on the bridge, uh, the ones that weren't riding ravens. They all turn and look down at you, and they look like they're scrambling to get crossbows ready to shoot at you, uh, but all of them stand up suddenly, and speak as one. You've come.
6: I'm glad. I'll see you
0: momentarily. Uh, and Ben, it's your turn.
4: Uh, yeah, Ben blocked the the two crossbow shots, and then kind of hunkers down behind his shield and, uh, holds his, uh, holy symbol and just, uh, closes his eyes and says, Sindor, We need your protection. Please. And the holy symbol glows, uh, white-blue, and a, uh, a wave of this kind of chrono energy that you've seen before, of, like, motes of dust stopping in the air and then floating again. A sort of a bubble shoots out from Ben, and, uh, he casts Aura of Purity. So in an, uh, aura within 30 feet... Uh, each non-hostile creature can't become diseased, has resistance to poison damage, has advantage on saving throws against effects that cause any of the following conditions blinded, charmed, deafened frightened, paralyzed, poisoned and stunned. Cool. <laughs> that's concentration 10 minutes Beautiful. Beam. Within 30 feet. A hero. Okay So then And Yeah, that's my turn
0: so at the end of your turn, then, I guess you can make a wisdom save with advantage because of that against the frightened.
4: I got a 23, 21.
0: Yeah. So after casting that, that fear that's freezing you in place fades, mm-hmm. uh, and you are no longer frightened.
4: Yeah. Ben, uh, opens his eyes and you see that they've turned like, uh, that familiar bestial, uh, more look as he shifts into a, uh, he grows half a foot, and his muscles fill out, and, um, he gets long, like, uh, the classic horned feathers of an owl, like a great eagle owl. And that's my turn.
0: Cool. Uh, I forgot to make, to make you make a save at the end of your turn, so you can make one regularly. That's another 11. 11? No good. Um, so then, uh, Diglin is... Uh, she is is like, wait, uh, we should get that jaw. but can't seem to will herself to move forward. And so at the end of her turn, she'll make a save. Uh, but then she sort of shakes it off, just takes a deep breath, pulls out the normal machete. The other one appears in her hand, and she's like, I've been waiting a long time for this. And Star, we're back to you.
2: 20-foot-high, uh, th- uh okay, yeah. Ah, there's not really much I can do right now. Um, so I can't walk towards them because I'm still terrified of them, correct?
4: Yes. Uh, um, may I ask where, um, does that wall of fire keep us away from the table with the jar on it?
0: No, that table is on your side. So you can see that there are a bunch of things on that table. You can't really
2: tell from here what they are, but the jar is one of them. But I can't move toward it, right? Because... No. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what Star is going to do is basically just whip out his daylight dagger and just, like, shine it. Try to shine it <laughs> without looking at the ravens. Um, and I'll use the... Can I move, like, laterally so that I'm close to the table? Uh, the table's in front of you. You have to move oh, forward. It's just directly in front table. of me. All right. Well, then, yeah, yeah it's then right I'll... next to the gate. Okay. Then I'll just stand where I am then and, and take the dodge action.
3: That dagger is the dagger you can summon back to your hand, right?
2: Yep. Yeah. So it's the daylight dagger. So I'm just holding it up, hoping to, to keep things away from us. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, and roll for the fear now? Yes, yeah, with advantage. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, good. I got 17 plus 1 is
0: 18. Yeah, uh, so again, that fear melts away from you as well. Sweet. Then, at the beginning of their turn, they make a save against the flames?
3: The creature takes the same damage when it enters the wall for the first time, or ends its turn there.
0: Or ends its turn there. Okay. Um, So they fly over the top of the wall, uh, and are going to start swooping down towards you. Yeah, they moved 40 so they can do that. Yeah, so they are going to swoop down uh, two crossbow shots ring out again um, at Ben. Uh, That is a dirty 20 and a 10 to hit. 20 hits. For 7 piercing damage.
4: Okay. And a concentration check. Okay. Um concentration sorry is my con uh, j- just uh 13 yeah it's good uh, so
2: that's enough yeah you just beat 10 right yeah
4: yeah um, and it was seven piercing
2: seven piercing
0: yeah and you can see that they as they make their way in here as they come around they do hit the edge of the daylight so their cloaks like come up over their eyes to try and cover it and they aim shakily at you
3: and the, um, the daylight is 60 feet, right 60 feet, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, so they are all in it now. Um, so, Kara, you can roll the d10. Okay. Against the hounds.
3: Or it was uh, just a straight d10 or plus spell spellcasting?
0: Uh, straight d10. Straight
3: d10. Uh, that is nine.
0: Nine? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. They each take nine. Nice. As they come in, yeah, their feather's starting to... Uh, Ignite in the daylight. Uh, the hounds land on the ground and rush forward and are going to try to bite Valen. Or Valen's in the back by the river with Star. Um, so they're gonna go after Kara. They can't reach a frightened person. Uh, so that is... That is an 18 and a 12.
3: The 18 hits. Get.
0: 18... And you are not frightened? No. So you take 10 <sighs> piercing damage Gosh. as it just starts snapping and clawing at you, just being barely being able to move out of the way, kind of bumping against rocks and brambles as you make your way backwards, it looming over you, the two of them snapping and biting. Then it is your turn, Kara.
3: I cast Thunderwave.
0: That is... Uh Dex again or con?
3: Con. Con? Yeah. Each creature in a fifteen foot cube originating from me must make a constitution saving throw.
0: So that's two hounds and two darklings. Mm-hmm. Uh both of the hounds fail, a ten and a three. Uh oh my god, this dice is going in jail. <laughs> One darkling passes with a 21, and one fails with a 5.
3: Okay. Um, on a successful save, they take half damage and aren't pushed. Um, so the ones that fail get pushed 10 feet, and take 8, uh, thunder damage.
0: Okay. Uh, so one, uh, so you can make a con save?
3: Uh, nat 1, so I roll that again.
0: 12. 12? Yeah. Uh, 12 is enough. 12's enough. So you, uh, a- as you cast, this thunder, like, bursts out, uh, forcing two of the ravenhounds backwards and their riders. One of the riders goes toppling off the back, hits the ground, and immediately bursts into light. Uh, its belongings dropping onto the ground around it. Uh, all and of the blinding- hound-
1: Sorry? I was say, I'm blinding all of its <laughs> allies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do make saves. Um, pass. Pass.
0: Pass. Yeah. They're not blinded, but neither are you, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, they're all pushed 10 feet away from you from that thunderous blast, the blast also warping itself around Ben right next to you with your ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Valen, it's your turn.
1: I'm going to take out the, the staff of Twinning, and cast mind spike, uh, mind sliver. Sorry, the cantrip version at um, each of the Ravenhounds. Okay, so they can make intelligence saves. Oh yeah,
3: I took
0: damage. Uh, that is a six and an eleven.
1: Fail and a fail. Um, so the first one takes eight psychic damage. And the second one takes nine psychic damage. Okay. And they will each ha- ha- subtract a d4 on the next save they make before the end of my next turn. Okay.
3: Uh, since I took damage, I rolled an extra con save for concentration.
0: And, yes, right. yeah,
3: And the wall is still up.
0: Okay. So yeah, with that, the two ravens shrinking back their heads uh, as this ice starts to form in their brains... Uh, they shrink back. Uh, one of of them, like, its eyes aren't really opening afterwards, it's kind of, like, stumbling back and forth, barely standing up. Uh, then you see a swarm of ravens starts to swirl in from the walkway above, and starts to swirl around the top of the cavern above.
1: Um, then, can I make my Wisdom save for fear? Yes. That's with advantage, right? Yeah, that's still up 20.
0: That's enough. Uh, so now, having connected with their minds, you are you have learned more, and you're not as afraid. <laughs> and all the Darklings up on the bridge are going to start raining crossbow bolts down, trying to shoot over the wall. They are shooting with disadvantage because of the daylight. And, yeah, I think they are going... They're going to shoot at Ben, who's holding up this field around them. Uh, So, first two are a miss, and a 13. Miss. Uh, Miss. Miss. And another miss. Yeah, 13, the highest they rolled. As they let loose a volley of crossbow bolts, most of them just burning up in the wall of fire, unable to reach you as they are trying to hold their cloaks up to keep the daylight away at the same time. And Ben, it's your turn.
4: Ben is going to, um. Yeah, manipulate, uh. The strands of time in Kara to set her back before she took that damage. So. Uh. It's a healing word. For 7 HP back. Awesome. And that's a bonus, uh, bonus action. And then he steals himself, uh, behind his shield and takes the dodge action.
0: Dodge? Okay. Good call. Uh, Diglin rushes forward to the, uh, to the table at the center, looking up at this swirling raven cloud above, uh, and grabs the jar, and starts backing up towards you, just holding her machete at the ready. And, ready machete? Yeah. And
2: Star, your turn. Star wants to basically, like, run and, like, leap sword sword points first, sword and dagger point first, to unhorse the rider. To, like, de- like, de- like, basically decamp that, uh, that, uh, darkling rider off the back of the raven okay go yep. for it so I'll roll acrobatics
0: uh
2: <laughs> ah crit fail oh shoot uh okay so you can
0: attack with uh or with disadvantage okay
2: good okay I rolled a 14 is my lowest one so 14 plus 9 is 23 oh I see <laughs> 14's <laughs> not enough but that is uh <laughs> So, yeah, you can, uh, you can roll without sneak attack. Okay. Oh, just without sneak attack. All right. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, I got... This is the vampire thing? Oh, I rolled max. <laughs> so <laughs> 16, and four of that is healing for me, which I don't need. To... Okay. Yeah. That
0: is enough. So you can describe that. Oh, okay. You don't pull him off the, off the raven, but the two <laughs> of you fighting on top of the raven, you manage to destroy it
2: okay cool um yeah i'm imagining star like is like running and then takes like a running leap with like the plan of just like tackling trying to just take him down in one swift motion off of the raven with sword through but doesn't quite get his arm around him and doesn't pull him off the saddle and just ends up like on the back of the raven and then after a bit of a jostling just just manages to like pull the short sword out and stab it down into his chest great yeah
0: and uh from the sword around it, it starts to light up and you can make a con
2: save. Oh god damn it.
4: So- With advantage. Thank you, Ben.
2: <laughs> the advantage was real. Uh fourteen. 14's enough. Oh, yep. God, thank God. I rolled a 6. <laughs> Sorry, I rolled a 6 the first time.
1: Yeah. Is that the first time you haven't been blinded? Yeah, it
2: is, I think. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah,
0: it, I think this is the biggest arc we've seen uh, in the first season. <laughs> 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 Stars first, not blinding. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: yeah, I think St- uh, the flash goes off, and you are blinded, and then you feel a, a, a vibration, and your vision clears, and you are now the star... Uh, in the timeline where you weren't blind. Is sweet. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Can Star
2: now be riding the raven?
0: You are on its back. Sick. Yeah, sure.
2: All right. I, you're not in
0: good control because no, 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 you no, crit no. failed an acrobatics no, check. I not. think you are like I'm just, holding on yeah. under the back legs like with your head on its butt <laughs>
6: Yeah,
4: that's, that's <laughs> kind of backwards. I'll nice. accept that
0: <laughs> <laughs> with like and with the dagger in your hand right the daylight is just singeing so like you are partially on fire as pieces of its feathers <laughs> are like lighting up around you as the daylight turns into ash then it is their turn so one of them is going to lunge out at Kara again but the other one, I think, is going to try to like roll and snap at you trying to get you off its back. Fair. <laughs> uh, so for Kara, that's a 21. Yeah. And for Star, uh, a 20. Yeah, that's a hit. Uh, but neither of you are frightened? No. Nope. So Kara, you take 12 piercing damage. <clears throat> and Star, ooh, You take 14 piercing damage. How?
3: We do not like.
0: Yeah, roll, jumps on top of Kara, sort of pinning Kara to the ground and snapping over and over again, just pulling up all these brambles off of the ground as they just, like, drip down over your face. Star, that one with you on its back, rolls over. You're pinned under it, and then when it's standing up, it just lunges around and bites at you. Uh, just getting, like, the hilt of your sword in its mouth, stopping it from clacking down on you with that vicious beak.
3: And I rolled a net 20 for my constitution saving throw for... Uh, nice. ...the wall staying up.
0: So the fire is still up. Kara, it's your turn. hmm You are, like, looking up at this creature above you, and above that, you can see the ravens swirling around, and they're starting to descend... And come closer and closer to the table. As they get down closer to the table, you feel this familiar strength starting to flow through you. There are these images that are feel like memories. You're getting carried towards a large dark tree with roots squirming in the ground and turning up soil creating a hole and you feel dirt covering your face and as that darkness comes around you your eyes open and you're back in the temple where you were with this raven beast above you but now you feel the connection to the portal and you feel like a push of fey energy that seems to be coming through these brambles and Constricting the room around you. And you feel a connection to that plant life as well. Mm. Um, and I'm going to send you this.
3: Okay.
0: You are bolstered in strength. And from that swirling raven cloud, you just hear it was a mystery why the Duskblood had the effect it did on you. Not a young one, and yet it had such a strong connection with your magic. It took me a while to figure it out, but I'm very glad you're here.
3: Oh, dear.
0: With your strength, all our strength will grow. Add yourself to the Trinity and accept its power. The empty city of Kurtaq now echoes with the sounds of battle as Rowan and Bree try to dodge the lightning arcing off of the storm giant guardian as it fights off an eyeless tentacled creature which has dropped onto it from the ceiling. So the creature comes down, it wraps its tentacles around the storm giant as it is trying to form this uh, this lightning spear. It's trying to throw it up, and the tentacles wrap around its arm and freeze it in place. It tries to bring its sword up and just severs one of the tentacles off the side of it as the teeth, like, breach through its cuirass into its shoulder as the two of them start to tussle, moving backwards, knocking over one of the statues. I think the statue that you're hiding behind, Rowan, just cracks off at the waist and falls down as the two of them stumble into it.
6: So they're all within five feet of me now, right? Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you are kind of moving in between the legs with the tentacles, sort of whipping yeah. past. Okay. You. And Bree, it's your turn.
5: Goo. Uh, I mean, oh gee whiz! I guess I, I'm just in a rage fury right now, so I want to kill both of these things. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm just gonna go uh, wild on the giant and try to see if we can, if I can knock this leg out of it and knock it to the ground. Uh, I'm not going to be so foolish as to try and push it over. Am I? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to use my first attack as a push action. Okay. And make an opposed athletics check against it. Okay.
6: I should have snow speedered it.
5: Oh, no. not definitely not. I got an 11. It got a 28. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so I, I think Bree kind of takes the the back of the axe and tries pushing into like the 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 back part of its knee to try and bring it down, and is just very quickly realizes that isn't going to work. Spins it back around uh, and takes another reckless swing. Okay. Uh, for nat twenty. <laughs>
6: nice! Oh, wow, there we go. Quick learner.
5: Uh oh. Wow, exactly the same as I rolled last time—a two and an eleven. Um. Which is 13, 14, 16, 17, 18 damage. Okay. Okay. And with a bonus action, I am going to use my second wind to heal some health. Okay. Once I find a d10. I think I actually have to use all of the dice now with three. It's crazy. I've never had a character who has like every single dice on the table. (laughs)
6: That's got to be like a, an achievement oh on lockdown. God,
5: three right? health. What a waste. Well, maybe that'll save
6: me later. <laughs> uh,
0: so as as you attack, like uh, digging the axe into its shin, now as it's mostly concerned with keeping these gnashing jaws off of its face, as this eyeless shark is just biting into the shoulder, snapping at the face. It grabs the jaws with both of its hands slams it into the ground, and then swings the sword up and jabs it through the chest of the shark creature, all the tentacles reaching up and trying to grab it, wrapping around the back of its head and slowly pulling it down, despite the sword being right through its chest, pulling it closer and closer, trying to gnash at its face. Um, the giant raises a hand up, and all around the top of this room, clouds start to form. Uh, and lightning strikes down into the giant's hand, which it slams down onto the creature below. Uh, both of you can make a deck save again.
6: Okay. Oh, a save. I did it as a check last time. 17.
0: 21. 21's a pass. 17 is a fail. Uh, that is 18 damage. Oh, lightning so I damage. don't take
6: any of that because I passed the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you oh, can My resistance that. with
0: rage is not doing
6: too good. <laughs> You've got that key too. Don't forget that key.
0: Yeah, so you. this is lightning damage. So you can, um, it is charged. So you can use a charge to absorb elements for lightning with oh, the key.
6: I didn't know that. And then you add 1d, and then you can use uh, 1d6, add an extra 1d6 damage to your next attack if you do that.
5: Uh, I'm 100% going to use that charge then yep. and absorb half that. <laughs> Uh, But
0: it does start to fry this creature on the ground too, as you start to smell that like rotten fish smell now starting to cook and vaporize around you.
5: Yum. Wait, no, this says it's Bree's turn. Is that right?
0: Bree, I think
5: it just did that as like a reaction after my turn. After your
0: turn, yeah. So
6: it should be Rowan's turn. So, how much of that oil is, is smeared off onto the giant now?
0: Uh, both of them are like covered covered in oil. This thing is all over the giant.
6: Uh I look over at Bree. How how bloodied are you, Bree? I am not yet
5: bloodied, but only okay. because I didn't take full damage from that
6: attack. Yeah, okay. Um but I can see but I'd be able to see that it's like wearing you down.
5: Yeah, you can see that this lightning is uh cutting across me. Like, you've seen Bree take a lot of big hits before and just kind of shrug them off, but this lightning seems to be kind of cracking up her scales uh, as the runes are, like, almost splitting um, that are etched into her.
6: So, Mike, how uh, do you rule on tinderbox use?
0: Uh, What are you thinking?
6: Uh, I'm thinking flicking that tinderbox and uh, getting some sparks onto, uh, onto this monkey pile.
0: Yeah, you. If if you got within five feet of it, you could use your action to use the tinderbox.
6: Yeah.
5: Can you just like light a cigar and throw the tinderbox <laughs> over your shoulder <laughs> into the trail of oil?
6: Yeah. Right. Oh, it's it's not uh, not very rowan, but uh, yeah, I think I think as I'm like kind of dodging in between limbs and uh, just kind of like keeping like. Sw- Jumping back from from tentacle flicks, um, and and these two beasts just wrestling to the death, and then Bree is getting burnt to a crisp, and I'm just thinking of of how little I was able to help Teak, uh, thinking about the waste of life of Jaren, thinking about my friends who are who knows in what kind of danger, and just how little I've been able to do to help any of those people. I just look at this giant who is so lost and cannot tell friend from foe, even with this ghost of a city around them has gained no further insight into, into anything but their own culture. And I, I just, I feel sorry for them and I feel sorry for this creature. And, uh, I reach through like one kind of spin to kind of dodge a tentacle. I reach in, uh, I pull out that tinder box and I duck under the leg of the giant and then I light it, and then I sort of like hop over another ten, another tentacle and kind of throw the the lit sparks into their oil and and sort of roll away. Um, I'm going to get back about ten feet.
0: Okay. Um, so the oil. Well, can I can I add one more thing to those thoughts that you're yeah. feeling? Um, there is one more sort of nagging thing as you're going through and having this flush of emotion is that there is a there is a tickling. At the back of your mind, this, this rumble which is continuing, this green light which is washing over you, there is a moment, like, as you light, you're watching the Tinder sort of in slow motion make their way down towards the oil, uh, and glancing up, you look out the window, and it's like that tableau is gone, except for the eye, and you are looking at it, and it it is asking you for an agreement That phrase, help each other, is a question. And those tinders go down and strike the oil, and the giant and the creature go up in flame as you're able to sort of step backwards through the flailing tentacles and lightning striking off the armor. Mm. The two of them are wrapped up with each other. Uh, The storm giant is going to try to recharge this. It does... So again, another bolt of lightning strikes down from above it. Uh, Rowan moved 10 feet back, so Bree, you can make the dex save. 14. Okay. 14, you also get hit. Oh, yeah. That's 19 lightning damage.
5: Because I still have resistances up.
0: Yep, yep. And you can add another uh, D6 to the next attack. Uh, As the lightning strikes down again, just like frying this creature, now the tentacles starting to fall off of the storm giant's face. Both of them, the storm giant at first shies away from the fire that's mostly coming off the body and is starting to lick up the armor onto its neck and face, burning away this white wispy hair as it just takes the sword into the air one more time and slams it down into the creature's mouth the sword sticking out the back of its head and it just turns it Uh, the creature's tentacles just flailing to the side dropping to the ground as lightning fires through its body Uh, the giant then stands up the flames just licking up as it pulls the sword out and turns to look at the two of you and Bree it's your turn
5: How I mean, I know the storm giant is on fire here, but does he otherwise look pretty okay, or does he look like he is a bit wounded from the battling the beast as well?
0: He looks he looks wounded. I would he's not quite bloodied, but he has taken you can see like the all the metal armor around him has been shredded by these teeth. And you know (laughs) that the tentacles that have been wrapped around it this whole time also have these claws coming off of them. Those have like raked across his face half of his face now is burned uh he doesn't look any less sure of himself or scared or anything like that uh just determined and furious
5: right um yeah I'm I'm going to take the kind of the advantage of his as he drives this weapon down into the uh weird shark monster I'm gonna try to take a uh attack on one of his arms wielding it um and and see if i can damage him at all in that way. Okay. And i'm just going to do two reckless attacks and then a bite. First one is a dirty 20. That's a hit. Second one is a dirty 20. Also nice. a hit. <laughs> and my hunger jaws. Oh, is going to be 15. 15 is also a hit.
6: Oh my god. Oh, sweet. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, all right. That's a bit of hope. There we go.
0: Yeah, this uh, the armor on it doesn't actually look like it's particularly meant for battle. It is uh, okay. Kind of, uh, it is kind of fashionable. You've you've noticed that it's not that hard to hit the giant.
6: I mean, he is huge, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. So it's probably gorgeous armor, eh? Wow. Yeah. I mean, torn to shreds now, but. Yeah.
5: Twenty-seven damage in total. From oh. the three hits.
6: Woof. And
5: I'm gonna heal. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna gain five temporary hit points from the <laughs> Hungry Jaws.
0: Uh so as you as you do that, like managing to hit the arm, uh, you actually do with that much damage disarm the giant. Oh, cool. So they drop Sweet. the sword, one of the arms hanging down now, looking quite injured. Um, and then at the end of your turn, you can make another strength save.
5: I'm going to help you with that. That is a dirty 20.
0: Dirty 20 is enough again. Uh, So again, like with the arm hanging down low, the other hand shoots out, pushing the air at you again. And again, you're ready for it. Just able to brace and not get pushed back.
5: Yeah, I think I just kind of coil the tail almost like a spring uh, and just use that to brace myself uh, before charging back forward. Sweet. And Rowan, back to you.
6: So he's been disarmed um that creature is dead, hey? Yeah. Uh and that voice in my head, that proposition in my head. And so he's only he's only twice our height, yeah? Yeah. And he's still got his helmet on?
0: He still has his helmet on, yeah.
6: Using my passives, how how snug a fit do you do would I guess that helmet is?
0: On the giant?
6: Yeah, on his head. Like is it like strapped in or is it just kind of like does it move around a lot when he moves around? Like how how would I have noticed it it Bash. doesn't
0: seem to move when he moves like it is very well made uh but it doesn't Perfect. have a strap under the chin or anything
6: okay but it it's a good fit it's a snug fit yeah
0: yeah and it it is just kind of a smooth helmet uh that comes down above the bridge of the nose um just kind of outlining the eyes
6: oh okay so it it doesn't come all the way down his head kind of thing it's sort of almost like a skull cap yeah it's kind like of idea. it's like
0: a skull cap that also just comes oh. down over the front um okay
6: yeah. Okay. Well, then in that case that that doesn't matter. So in my head back um in answer to this proposition I I guess is sort of this it's not so much words as this sense of give help me help my friends and and, and you know that that quid pro quo could 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 be like it's not mm, how do I I guess it's a it's a it's this sort of wordless thought of like you know put put your power where, where your mouth is. I start running sort of tangentially to this giant, like full full sprint uh, kind of to the side, and I'm kind of across the front of me. I whip out the whip, and I'm planning on getting it around his head, and then I'm going to jump and swing on that whip to, re- to, like to pull his head around in a, in a circle to the, to the back and in the hope of, uh, of just like pulling him down.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, so
5: make an attack. You snow speedering him?
6: Yeah, but I'm going up for the neck, the the head on the neck instead of the ankles. Yeah. So just this f- big furball frame running full tilt across the front of me like a, like a, I don't know, like a, some sort of pitch, wrap it around his head and then just leap and swing. Cool. Oh, oh uh, 19 plus, it's like 26.
0: Okay. 26 is definitely a hit. Um, So you can, if you want to, do damage you can do an athletics check against him or if you want to forgo damage you can give him disadvantage on the athletics
6: yeah i disadvantage for sure i'm I'm trying to wrench his head around and, and just throw him off balance as best i can as i like take this big wide swing on it
0: okay so uh roll uh athletics
6: oh right i get advantage oh wait would i get advantage on is this a whip shenanigan or is this like a, this is whip shenanigans thing?
0: yeah Sweet. This is the uh, <laughs> John whip shenanigans. Yeah, there's. I, I had to do uh-huh. just a general note in the whip that's like, you know it's it's hard to write down all the situations you can use a whip. so I think whip shenanigans just kind of covers a wide area.
6: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, even with advantage though I only got a twelve with athletics.
0: twelve. Okay. so, uh, uh, it will take disadvantage on its next attack uh, as it is like it is pulled backwards. Uh, Brie, yeah, it like- its head, like looking up and away from you, sort of exposing the neck. Ooh! But it doesn't. It doesn't fall. That one arm hanging, yeah, hanging limp. The other one just goes up to grab the whip.
6: That's good by me too. Okay.
0: And I think what it's going to do on its turn is it's going to try to pull the whip to throw you.
6: Yeah, I'm okay. I'm ready for that.
0: Uh, so you can make another athletics. Or acrobatics, or drop the whip.
6: Oh, acrobatics! I at least get more than minus one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, wait. I wouldn't get advantage on this, so I won't roll again. Um, that's only fourteen.
0: Fourteen. Okay, so it got uh seventeen. Uh, so it is going to Seven plus three pull you and, and like holding onto the whip. You are pulled off the ground. Uh, it is going to throw you twenty feet. Uh, dealing eight, bludgeoning damage as you sail past one of the houses and like hit the window, looking out. Just this dull like gong sound goes out into the dark outside. <sighs> right. The whip still wrapped around its neck. It is trying to pull it off from around there.
6: Okay, so I no longer have it. Yeah, it's it's um, in his hands. Uh,
0: no, you. You're sorry. You still have the whip on your side. Uh, okay. If you dropped the whip, you wouldn't get thrown, but holding yeah. on to it you are still you still have it it doesn't disarm you it just damages you and throws you away and then it unable to get it from around its neck it is also going to um sort of hold up that arm that is still like bleeding and it's going to try to throw a wind javelin at you for a 16 to hit
6: oh yeah that hits
0: for 13 piercing damage
6: yeah okay i slam into that window hit the ground I shake my head in time to see that thing going for me, and I manage to just sort of, it's not graceful, but I manage to just kind of fling myself out of the way to half that damage. I'm going to use my reaction to do nice. that. Nice, okay. So that's uh, seven damage. Wait, what was the total damage?
5: Uh, Thirteen.
6: Thirteen, okay, so that's uh, uh, six damage. Six
5: damage, yeah. Gotta love those odd numbers, baby.
6: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, as it just sails over your back, you feel the wind, like, hits the armor on your back and tears away a bunch of the fabric as nothing actually Oof. impacts the wall just the force of the wind itself disperses across the window
6: right my my uh, cape like dissipates like mists and then kind of roils back together again as i as i get out of the way cool
5: Sick.
0: uh and then brie it's your turn
5: so brie seeing this this kind of Exposed of the neck even though he's kind of repositioned himself a little bit is going to uh, being kind of already around the front of him attacking the arm last time is just going to do this huge wind up of the axe like a little tornado um, and try to just sink it up into his neck Okay, if I can kind of at at the maximum of its reach like at the top of the apex
0: so you can roll uh, with advantage without having to reckless if you want
5: oh sweet I just want to note I forgot to use my absorb elements, but I don't know if he's just immune to lightning damage as well. So if it even matters. Uh,
0: yeah, no spoilers, but he he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right, all
5: right. So. Uh, that is a natural twenty again. Oh my yes. god. Uh, and that's on the first hit, so
0: that's so good. That's second. very like that's very thematic right now. Just the head pulled back, the neck fully exposed,
5: yeah. the one arm unable to stop you. Uh, and the second hit is a 19.
6: Which also. Crits, no, uh, ni- yeah. 19.
5: It's a 13 plus 6. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. But it is a hit. Yeah. Okay. So, crit hit is. Not a great roll. 13 damage. Okay. And 10 damage on the second hit.
0: Yeah, I think it just barely manages to move out of the way from a, a strike that would have otherwise just cut right into the throat pulling the shoulder up in the way it hits into the pauldron digging through but enough to draw blood as you wail so down it. on it twice at the end of your turn it is going to swing up one handed with that sword yep or let's see if this recharges. it doesn't yet so he'll swing up with the sword uh for a that might actually miss 17?
5: 17 is a miss.
0: Okay. All right. So yeah, just a wall of lightning as the sword is just scrapes across the ground in between the two of you as it takes a wild swing.
5: Bree feels a little bit more ready for it this time uh, and seeing Mm. what he can do.
0: Rowan, you feel the green light at your back now, still washing over this room, just completely coating the room around you in green. And you hear like a thump, on the glass behind you or not behind you, sorry, above you a thump on the glass and then from behind Brie another thump and you can't see anything out there but it sounds like a hailstorm of something hitting the outside of the glass oh just God. thumping over and over again as I think in your head now the rumble comes through and just says
6: Watch Yeah, I'm ready for a show
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Wonders and Blunders. Ben and Whom were played by Mitchell Bradbury. Bree was played by Kieran Dyke. Kara was played by Kate Clark. Rowan was played by Andy Woolridge. Star was played by Robert. Phelan was played by Evan Walsh. The world of Fadune was created by your Dungeon Mom, Mike Farty, and exists in the D&D 5e system published by Wizards of the Coast. Our logo was created by Mike Butler, and our character art was created by Mike Fiann and Brepai. Available links to the players and artists can be found in the show notes. Go check them out. We're an independent podcast supported by you, the listener. To support the show, go check out patreon.com slash Blunder, leave a five-star review on the podcatcher of your choice, and follow us on social media, at wonderandblunder. Thanks for continuing to listen and spreading the word. It means the world to us. And as always, keep being the best, we love you very much, and we'll see you next week.
6: Goodbye.